This is the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. It's Thursday, January 12th. Governor Brian Kemp's budget proposal is expected to include another round of pay raises for more than 200,000 teachers, education staffers, and state employees in the coming year. As expected, the governor will also put his political weight behind $2 billion in income and property tax rebates and transportation funding to replace the revenue lost during the nine months that the state didn't collect its gas tax. The pay raises come after Kemp and lawmakers hiked state employee salaries $5,000 last year to help combat rampant turnover in many agencies. Teachers received $2,000 raises from the state, which helps fund local K-12 education in Georgia. The governor will announce some of his budget proposals for the coming year during his inaugural address Thursday, including the size of the pay raises. As he starts his second term, Kemp has a lot of financial flexibility because the state has been awash with tax money. In other news, solar panel giant Qcells said Wednesday that it will spend $2.5 billion on a massive expansion of its Georgia production footprint in what the company and federal and state officials say is the largest ever investment in clean energy manufacturing in U.S. history. The company said it plans to break ground in the first quarter of this year on a new 3.3-gigawatt plant an hour northwest of Atlanta near Cartersville and expand the capacity of its existing factory in Dalton by 2.1 gigawatts. The new production at both facilities is expected to be online by 2024 and bring 2,500 jobs to the state. On Monday, the Atlanta Journal-Constitution first reported QCell's plans to expand its operations, The project will rank among the largest manufacturing projects in Georgia's history and adds to a string of green energy and environmentally conscious projects that promise to bring tens of thousands of new jobs to the Peach State. In a statement, QCell said President Joe Biden's signature climate change and health care law, known as the Inflation Reduction Act, IRA, helped spur their investment. Up next, rules that assert Georgia lawmakers enjoy legislative privilege from being compelled to testify in court proceedings passed both chambers of the General Assembly on Tuesday along a mostly party-line vote, with nearly all Democrats voting against the change and nearly all Republicans voting in favor. House Majority Leader Chuck Efstration said new rules clarify when conversations among legislators are shielded from public disclosure, a protection rooted in the Georgia Constitution. The General Assembly long ago exempted itself from the state's Open Records Act that all other government officials must obey, a statute designed to ensure the public knows what its elected officials are doing. The legislature in recent years has gone to court to avoid having to release General Assembly documents. Republican leaders emphasized that the rules don't add new protections, but legislators updated the rules after several lawmakers claimed they were immune from subpoenas to testify to a Fulton County grand jury's investigation of former President Donald Trump. The House voted to pass the new rules 94 to 77 along a nearly party-line vote. And a whistleblower who came forward with explosive allegations of medical abuse at a since-shuttered immigrant jail in Osceola is suing the private prison company that ran the detention center. Don Wooten, Tifton resident and a nurse by training, filed a lawsuit against LaSalle Corrections in late December, claiming she was let go and retaliated against after her whistleblower report placed a bright national spotlight on LaSalle's track record in Georgia. As outlined in the complaint filed in the U.S. District Court for the Middle District of Georgia, the repercussions of coming forward were swiftly felt. In the summer of 2020, Wooten raised concerns internally around the immigration jail's COVID-19 protocols 
and around the high rates of gynecological procedures performed on immigrant women detainees, which Wooten believed were taking place without detainees' understanding or consent. Shortly afterwards, the nurse says she was reprimanded and demoted to a part-time on-call position. The lawsuit alleges that the detention center's warden, David Polk, used racially offensive language towards Wooten. Spoken Layer